He keeps himself in trim by bending bars of iron. This bar is the genuine article which we tested before he began to play with it. Beyond the bend. Beyond the bend. All right, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, if you can remember, tell me about the first time you saw someone bend a piece of steel. Oh, boy. Uh... Well, I have to say that um, in in the 80s, when ESPN sort of branched out and there started multiple ESPNs, there was a lot of the um, sort of off the, the circus strongman stuff, but a little bit off center. There were guys bending over the back of their neck and on the top of their head. And it really just seemed like um, like a stunt. And, uh, and it was part of like the world's strongest man stuff there in the eighties. And, uh, but the first time I saw somebody bend a piece of steel, uh, was before I went to the Michigan, uh, steel bending and snapping championships, I kind of stumbled into that on accident and it was, uh, really opening, And it was, it just blew me away that that this was something that people did. <laughs> awesome. Um, and what kind of athletic background do you have as far as like, uh, I know you train some grappling and include weightlifting in there and just take me through that. Yeah. So um, in my early thirties, I thought that I would get back into shape. I, I lifted through my teens and that kind of went away. I went to Los Angeles in my twenties and it, it was a little hedonistic there for a while, but um when I, in my early thirties, I started to get back into shape and, um, I thought I'd go big right away. And I went with triathlons and jumping straight into triathlons may not have been the best thing. And I blew out a knee pretty quickly. And so I was looking for something else and I came back across judo. I had studied judo, uh, as a kid and I didn't like it. There was just too much, uh, coordination required. Um, too much cross crossing the center made it very difficult for a young body. And, but when I jumped back into it as an adult, it was like day one, I was like, this is the sport for me. Um, and coming from, uh, triathletics into judo, there was a lot of endurance already built up, but not so much, um, the, the raw strength required for a sport like that. So in supplement to judo, I started lifting again and um, working uh, hits, a lot of hits. Um, and, you know, everything's really been in service to judo um, up until I started steel bending. And steel bending, I really think about it as in service to judo and BJJ and some of the other grappling arts that I've played with. But um, the steel bending has really almost pulled parallel with judo at this point, especially now that we're in lockdown and I can't play judo. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Very similar experience with me. Um, and I, I kind of had that with a lot of things. As soon as I uh, played with a little power lifting, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just do this to become strong, better and stronger for jujitsu. But then you start chasing numbers and that's right, a good right. feeling. And then, um, 
But with the steel bending, I feel like I uh, quickly developed a, a, a singular love for that, even though I, I do feel like I'm improving my grip and strength for jujitsu when I finally return. But the uh, satisfaction that I get from steel bending and snapping is, uh, I think, something that I'll continue on whether or not I feel like it's helping my grappling, which I can't imagine um, that it's not. But uh, yeah. I get, oh, I get sure. a similar feeling, you know, from doing it. Then I yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's a very. It, it's also very easy to go down rabbit holes within steel bending right it's like because you're fighting both the length and the diameter at the same time so it's like do i chop it shorter do i you know on any given bend style or technique you're continuously chasing both the shortness and the diameter you're trying to go thicker on the diameter and shorter on the bend at the same yeah. time and it, it just becomes this this rabbit hole that you can just dive right down and 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 see how far you can get down any particular niche. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that is uh, a word I've said many times in the uh, last three or four months uh, on this podcast, and not when explaining to people what I've been up to. It's uh, <laughs> something. It's like if you thought jujitsu was niche, let me tell you what I'm into now. <laughs> like, right. Um, but then you add in well, early on when I was kind of just. Uh, reaching out to people in the community before I decided to do the show, I had contacted Don Cummings and uh, he's like, Oh, if you're a grappler, you got to do some bending and like wrestlers neck bridges and stuff and all the positional stuff you can do within bending, uh, whether it be like, you know, snapping while lying down or uh, doing some bends and uh, wrestlers bridge. I mean, there's so many avenues you can go with this thing. And I think that's what, why I love it quite a lot too, you know? Absolutely. I, I completely agree. The, it's just in, in those things, the neck bridges and the snapping, snapping while lying down, I found is just such a, uh, a relevant skill set to, to grappling. It's, it's amazing the core work that you put in while you're, you know, you just feel this like cramping burn in, in your, in your core while you're trying to snap laying down that just doesn't happen while you're standing up. Yeah, and it's like that that little tweak just makes it a completely different event altogether. Yeah, I'd like to have a, uh, I don't know, a, uh, a doctor or a trainer or something break down why you feel so much weaker <laughs> when you're not uh, standing because the first time I tried it, I was like, this is so hard. <laughs> it, was, it was a real eye opener. My uh, physical therapist, who unfortunately I haven't been able to see in quite some time, um, you know, I, I've let her know what I'm doing because um, her job is really to keep me operational at this point. I, do, I don't see her for anything in particular, but I've got some bone spurs in my hips and my uh, last three vertebrae, vertebrae don't have a whole lot of cartilage left in them. So she, you know, fixes that as we go. But I have to be real honest. You know, they always say you go to the doctor, you should be real honest and tell him exactly what it is you're doing. And it's like, yeah, yeah you know, I, I have a beer. I have a beer every now and then. He's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but with the physical yeah. therapist, you know, I'll, I'll show her what I'm doing. And she's like, yeah, don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> yeah, there's some of the positions alone and grappling is probably enough to like give a uh, physical therapist a heart attack you know 
but she did fix my form on my on my double over. Like I went in with a bucket of steel and, and like we here. started working together and, and she corrected everything in in my shoulders and wow. uh, you know, positionally how I should be holding and everything. So so my form has really improved working with the physical therapist. That's awesome. <laughs> so how many years have you been bending now? Oh year and a half. Oh, okay, cool. So newish, like myself, that's good. Newish, yes. <laughs> yeah, just. Um, and are you mixing it up every day? So I see on Facebook you're working it into your interval training, and you do some scrolling. Uh, take me through like a normal uh, workout uh, for bending these days. Okay, so uh, typically, well, it's sort of crept into all facets of the workout, <laughs> everything except for running. Um, but when I do my hits, I like to use uh, mace bell and kettlebells and I have like big sandbags and stuff. But one of the stations I like to include is always snapping um, in as one of my stations in rotation. Um, so I'll typically warm up with getting the steel warm, doing like warming up with a snap, typically something like uh, rebar, getting a piece of rebar started. Um, and alternating that with jump ropes until I'm up to temperature, maybe 10 minutes or so. And then I'll jump into the hits and I like to do about four stations. Um, and one of them is always the snap. And when you're working a snap 40 seconds at a time, the steel always gets cold. So when you come back to that station, getting it going is, is the <laughs> toughest part. Um, and then after the workout's done, the steel typically isn't snapped. So I'll just end with a, with a speed snap of how fast I can get that steel done. Nice. Um, the, the scrolling um, I like to do on my days off, but it's really, um, it, it, it feels very much like, like a fight um, because you, you're looking at the different positions. You're looking at this piece of steel. You're trying to decide how you want it to go next. And you don't play with it for, it's, it's not like a double over where you're like, bang, it's either done or it's not, right? You know, you've got, ah. you got five minutes of effort, whereas a scroll can be an hour long, you know, battle with this piece of steel. And, and how can you brace it against your body? How, where does it fit in to turn the steel the way you want it to go? So it's really, it's very grappling-esque in, in terms of how it translates. Um, but even on the, the lifting days, um, I started with snapping for the warm up for lifting days too, but now, um, and I have my wife actually snapping now too, <laughs> cool. um, but we will, uh, snap in between sets. So during the rest periods, we'll work on the, on the snap just to keep the heart rate up in between lifts. So it's kind of, it, it, it just works its way in there and you just, and it's so crazy. It's like all my friends are like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is a hard one to explain. But uh, I think anybody that uh, is interested in fitness should try it at least once. I mean, oh, absolutely. There's few things that have ever made my forearms feel the way that they do than snapping. I mean, good Lord. Yeah. Um, so I've never done any scrolling. So what's like a a beginner uh, dimensions for a piece of, and what kind of metal are we talking here? Uh, well, hot roll is going to be 
you know, you're going to want to scroll only with hot roll. I don't know anybody yeah. who scrolls with the cold roll. It's just going to be too, too challenging hard. and it's going to work hard and too quickly. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, one by, uh, let's see, what is this? Um, let's see what this guy is right here. All right. This one, um, this is uh, four, four, five, five eighths by five eighths by a quarter. This is five eighths by a quarter. This one's uh, this one's pretty stiff. Um, you and and that's the thing about scrolling too is that it it doesn't matter how thick the steel is um, because the thinner the steel, the tighter you can roll it, right? So yeah. it presents a challenge at any level. Uh -huh. um, I, I had Don, I commissioned one from Don, um, who of course is an absolute master and you can just see how absolutely tight some of these, some wow. of these scrolls are. And it's, his work is amazing and um but yeah so there's really no nothing less than 48 inches you want to start at at least 48 inches in length and uh and really if it's thin you're going to be able to scroll it tight and you're going to fight how tight you can get it and if wow. it's thicker you're gonna it's going to be more lyrical and have more flow to it and you're going to uh -huh. have to really plan the shapes and and really work to get your ends as short as possible oh that's neat and what do you you just use you don't put wraps on it or do you no uh a lot of guys will go with like uh leather gloves but okay. um i prefer to just do it bare hand because oh. just trying to keep the judo hands going <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah I, uh, my dad did a little metal, metal sculpture growing up, like just welding, just being like an artistic guy and stuff like that. And, uh, he probably would have been into scrolling if he knew of it. Uh, but I want to give it a try. I've always been somewhat artistic and, uh, I just like the idea of like, uh, having kind of a piece of art to show at the end of, uh, something like a workout like that's pretty neat. Yeah. You know, that's one of the, the things about scrolling that I think is really great is you finish and you've got this thing to look at and people enjoy seeing the scrolls. They, it's, it's something that really is um, concrete at the end of the workout that demonstrates the work that you put into it. And um, uh, it's, you know, I've under my desk here, I've got a bucket of just bent steel and that's, you know, you bend it and then that's it. Unless it's like yeah. a special bend, unless yeah. it's something that, that where you hit a new PR or something it doesn't go on your shelf of, of, you know, memorable bends. It's just, it just goes in the bucket of another round of training. So yeah, it's nice that the, uh, when you scroll, you're left with this, this piece of artwork at the end of your session. Yeah, that's cool for sure. So you, you had some time uh, prior to lockdown where you had been steel bending and you were still grappling, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So take me through some of the way that, if there are some, which I hope, um, that ways that steel bending uh, made you stronger for grappling, say. 
Yeah, well, um, you know, I guys have always complained. If I go and play jujitsu, guys always complain about the judo grips, you know, the guys with the, the judo grips that can just hold on and you just yeah. can't break that no matter what. <laughs> so I was interested in something that, that would help the wrists and the forearms develop. Um, and um, bending, of course, makes one of the things that's most important. Well, between here and here in, in judo, it, it's such a quintessential, um, th that's a, a real point of power and strength and everything leads. This is your point of contact, right? As soon as you grip a gi, um, this is how you manipulate your opponent. Um, so if somebody pushes and you don't have a strong wrist and you know they can bend your wrist, well, then that's their advantage. And if you need to pull and you need to snap your elbow, you need to have the strength in the forearm and in the, the um, tendon surrounding the elbow to be able to make a quick snap. Um, and as well as obviously the hand, hand and grip strength are hugely important. So uh, bending, snapping, it's all just, it, it all just fuels judo in, in you know, from, from your grip all the way up to your elbow. Yeah. Um, and I guess even, you know, shoulder strength is really important to judo as well. And uh, when you're DOing, obviously you're using some shoulder strength. Um, the double under, uh, so I guess that's all lats. Um, yeah. But uh, scrolling and snapping for sure. Uh, they yeah. help with endurance. They help with um, uh, hand and grip strength and um, scrolling, like I said. And as you know, and this is tough to explain to people who don't experience it, but BJJ, judo, it, it can be very much like a chess match and you have to be yeah. able to think while you're fighting. And scrolling has that element. Obviously, your opponent is a lot more passive and isn't trying to kill you back. But <laughs> um, you have to be, while you're engaged, while you're pulling at the steel, while you're manipulating it, you have to be thinking about what the next move is and how it moves next to uh, achieve your goal. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. There's, and, there's that uh, mental element as well. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've just been playing with a little bit of brace bending recently too, and uh, a lot of double overhand uh, as well. And I, I don't think in judo you guys are spending much time at all, uh, like on the back, so to speak. You know, like hooks and harness. Uh, that, that's not a position so much in judo, correct? Well, we at, at my dojo, I'm I teach there, and because I've played a lot of BJJ too, I kind of yeah. try to emphasize the nawaza, the groundwork. Okay. Um, so we split at least half the day on the ground and, oh, nice. and working, uh, working our groundwork as well. So, yeah. um, there's, yeah, we, we try to play with that as well. Nice. So I feel like from the double overhand and, and the brace bending the assist with the squeeze of my legs, I, I feel like my ability to have the hooks and the harness, uh, when I return to jujitsu, is going to be just terrible for my opponents yeah. hopefully uh just that squeeze with my legs and the uh the crushing with my hands i think the rear naked choke is uh one of my higher percentage moves as it is so i'm hoping to see some crossover with that well i'll tell you i 
since bending steel and doing the leg crush, I've managed to tap somebody to a body triangle. So there you oh, go. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, that is a brutal, <laughs> brutal thing. My legs, I'm only like five seven. I, my, I just feel like my legs are never long enough to lock it in unless it's on like a teenager or something. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, fortunately, I'm six two, so I and it's all in the legs. So it's yeah. Nice. <laughs> if I can if I can shift the hips and and get that leg over for a body triangle, I'm I'm gonna try and yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna try and squeeze. Oh, it's key. It's key. <laughs> um, so take me through some of the bends, uh, you know, PRs stuff that you're most proud of at this time if you're keeping track. Yeah. Um, you know, versus a lot of the other guys that really they're working towards big PRs. I, I am working towards some PRs, but. I'm not as motivated um, as some of the other guys. Um, my shortest braced um, is uh, five eighths by thirty. I think I, um, I think I have one here. This is one I'm really proud of right here. Um, this is a snap of a five eighths. Nice. So I think I think I am the eighth person in the world to do this. All right. So this is a this is one that I'm absolutely proud of. It took um I think just shy of 2 hours of continuous work. Um wow. but I was using it as a warm up. So I was hitting it in 15 minute sessions as uh -huh. a warm up for workouts. Um that's what's my, the length of that? Uh 30 inches, 30 inches okay. by 5 eighths. Um right. I'm, is that I'm shooting Go ahead. Is that from David Horn or No, that's just from um the local steel yard. Okay, gotcha. Is, uh, he, is that a record of his? Yeah, so it's okay. I'm up on the um, the World of Grip board. Um, that's one of the feats. One of the feats is snapping the five eights. Oh, nice. Uh, and you know you can choose your length, but he he will state what it what it was the length. Cool. cool. Um, the uh, my double over, uh, I certified a bastard, which was, which was good, um, which is the same as a red nail. So a five sixteenths by seven. Yeah. Um, but Andrew Panky is local here and comes to a lot of Don's events. So when he's there, he just says, Hey, anybody want to cert anything while I'm here? I'll just keep, put eyes on it. So I don't have to watch the tape later. So, yeah. um, yeah, that was an interesting one. I went into, I was going to cert the quarter inch square. And I hit that so fast. He goes, well, why don't you try a grade eight bolt? And I just bang, did the grade eight bolt. Yeah. And he goes, well, why don't you try a bastard? And I said, yeah, okay. And I just, it just hit the bastard. And I was like, holy crap. I, it was two steps ahead of, you know, what I had come to cert that day. So oh, that's great. Um, a lot of the, um, the brace bending. Um, so the, oh, this is one that I've, that I got recently that I, um, this is, this is a pretty monstrous bar here. I yeah. hope to hit a half inch bar by the end of the summer. Um, this is uh 21 by see the problem with this stuff is when I go to the steel store, I'll just buy a lot of the stuff. That's like, uh, you know, somebody ordered it and they like cut it too short or something. So there'll yeah. be a box yeah. of something, you yeah. know, on for a buck a piece or something. So, um, this is a uh, four tenths by an inch by 21 inches. So that's a, 
that's a pretty mammoth. And I'm trying to snap one of these right now. Wow. I just started the other day. Yeah, that's a big piece. <laughs> um, and uh, I've got this 7 sixteenths. Um, rebar. Rebar. Um, and, and this guy was short, man. I, I think it was like eight inches or something. It, it had me going for a while. It, it wow. did not want to go. <laughs> um, now with those 30 inch, uh, length pieces, are you kinking that over your knee and then progressing to a, uh, braced bend or are you, uh, doing something else? Right. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a kinked, it kink it over your knee. Okay. Um, and, and then the sweep happens either, um, behind the hip. So you, yeah. so you, uh, put the the front end of the bar into your hip, and then it goes behind your butt, and then you try yeah. and bring it over like this. Right. Um, I prefer a slightly different method in that I'll put it into my hip and then bring it behind my knee, and then double hand pull up. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then crush obviously between the knees or between nice. the thighs. Yeah, I haven't done any of that. Uh, I don't know if that's mid. I guess that'd be considered like mid length or the yeah so i think mid is uh 22 to 14 or something like that okay yeah i haven't really done any uh that stuff the longest thing i've done is just in this year's steel shredder with uh oh yeah which uh, i i got lazy and forgot to get my entry i i absolutely should have done that you know I, oh yeah. Talk, <laughs> yeah i talk to david every once in a while so you know it would have, it was silly of me not to at least enter the grapplers division. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. And the two guys, uh Dan Dring and uh Abbas, uh I forget his last name. They're both coming on the show in the next couple of weeks. Uh oh their times are unbelievable. <laughs> We're talking the nail and the piece of steel snapped in like three minutes or less. Uh, I don't wow. know. Like, it, blows my mind. I, I I realize there's a lot of technique behind that because uh the, my first attempt, I just threw everything I had in my heart and soul at this thing and created a bunch of extra bends in the steel. And it took me like all of almost nine minutes to finish this thing. And I was like dead. And then I refined <laughs> a few things and shaved a little bit of time off. And I still have a couple more uh, sets that I can enter before the end of the competition on the 31st. But I don't think I'm going to touch these guys' time. I, it's three minutes. is I can't even wrap my head around it. Yeah, it's it's all about the explosive action when you're getting that fast, right? So you got to move. Not only do you have to move fast, but it's got to be one explosive move. Like you hit it, you hit it twice, and then you go back to the crush. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I'm, I'm realizing that the angles you're pulling on matter, and uh, you know, yeah. I think I might have said on another episode, or maybe it was in a message to somebody, I should have known from grappling that you know like more might doesn't always uh matter you know but uh, i was just like a completely brutish white belt uh just trying to <laughs> snap this thing in like two pulls you know <laughs> yeah that's yeah you know um like i said my wife started snapping recently too and the first one i gave her i can't remember what it was but it went on for like a half hour and by the time it was done it like it was like this and then the break and like on this side, it was like, a, so it had three oh, yeah. kinks, three kinks in it because it, she had over opened it and I was like, all right, we're, we're going to refine your technique next time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You can make more work like that for yourself. It's nuts. 
How about uh, recovery and nutrition? Do you do anything for those things? Yeah. Um, so Sunday is my, tries to be my day off and sort of spend some time figuring out what's messed up um, <laughs> and do, you know, search the YouTube for the yoga that fixes that one thing, you know. <laughs> And then uh, I've got a spunk mat. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a yeah. Accu pressure mat. It looks like a bunch of golf cleats on wow. a on like a towel. It's like yep. uh, Indian bed and nails kind of thing. Gotcha. And it's a pretty amazing thing for um, relieving uh, the pressure all over your body, even though you just lay on it, lay out it on your back. But um, it hurts like hell for about five minutes and then your whole body just gets really warm. And for me, after about 10 minutes, I fall asleep and start snoring. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and nutrition, uh, I try to stay pretty protein dense. Um, I IF uh, most days, most okay. weekdays, um, unless I'm lifting, I try and get a little on, on the heavy lift days. I try to get a little, excuse me a little a little fuel in the tank before we lift but if it's a running or a hit day i'll um i won't eat till noon so yeah yeah nice yeah my wife uh does the intermittent fasting and she she loved it a lot she thought it was the best <laughs> thing she's ever done really it's amazing how it it adds to your energy but at the same time you develop um strength and uh speed faster as yeah. a result of it you know going back a, a couple questions i was wondering if did you feel any improved grip strength on the mace after you started bending uh so the mace i made my mace myself and i went with a big pipe i can't remember what it is it's like an inch and a half or an inch and three quarters because the design was to make it tough to hold on to to begin with because i wanted it to be a grappling mace and not like uh yeah. not like a flow mace or um any of those other things so um the idea was in the beginning that you have to hold on to it really hard to keep it from flying away while you're using it yeah um i i would say yeah i mean the two things really go hand in hand. Um, the um, grip strength that you gain from the mace helps uh, bending and, and snapping and vice versa. Yeah, that's what, what, why I keep asking it is because I'm interested in like both sides of like, how do you de develop strength for bending and what type of strength does bending develop, right? So I, I'm very interested. I'd be interested to see someone that was running a strict powerlifting routine and then they add in bending and what that did to their numbers. Uh, I know benching and bending can kind of uh, be a painful thing, but uh, something like deadlift, uh, I feel like my numbers went up after I started bending because my grip strength just went up immensely. Yeah. Um, I think from between grappling which obviously we're not doing these days, but grappling and bending and uh, use of the mace. And I, I keep a lot of tools around that are designed for, they may be ordinary implements, but I've made them difficult to hold on to just so that uh, uh, you, you have to work your grip on everything. And 
uh, specifically deadlift. You know, you see these guys out there uh, with straps and with a mixed grip, like the, the weight doesn't justify even a mixed grip. And yep. um, my hands are never the first thing to give up on a deadlift. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I want to go back and uh, try to hit big numbers with a double overhand grip. Now I, I had done okay with a mixed grip, but now I feel like that doesn't even matter. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, just go back to the double over, you know, just get yourself yeah. a two inch axle bar and, and go double over and see how far you go. I know that's uh, definitely on the list of things to buy. I got some, I, I know they're not uh, the best thing for uh, grip things, but I got some fat grips this week. So I'm going to play around with those and just see how the thicker bar feels. Yeah. I, I love the fat grips. Um, let's see. So, you did you do any other uh, grip or bendy competitions except Don's competition? Uh, I've done I've only done Don's competition twice. I did the uh, Zass uh, memorial event. It wasn't a competition, but it was uh, it was a get together for bending and scrolling. Um, it's funny the the way that this all came down is is <laughs> it was a crazy set of coincidences in that. Um, on the, on the Reddit grip board, I posted a picture. I did six, five pound plates in a, in a one hand pinch. Nice. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's like a circus stunt or something. And yeah, I, yeah, I was just posting the picture and somebody goes, Hey, you want some flair for that? And I was like, Oh, sure. And then this guy s responded to me and says, Hey, you should go to Don Cummings, uh, steel bending and snapping championship. It's in like two weeks. And I'm like, He's like, here's the information. I'm like, I, I have no idea about this. And I look it up and I go, hey, this looks within the realm of something that I could probably, uh, you know, adjust my skills. And then I got a box of um, uh, landscaping uh, timber ties, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I couldn't make any of them move no matter what I did. They just, and I was like, oh God, you know, and I already contacted Don and said, um, yeah, can I come to this thing? And it, he's like the nicest guy in the world. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, come down. And then I emailed him back and I was like, uh, I don't think I can, I can do this. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I can't make these things move. I don't know what to do with them. And he's like, just, just come anyway. We'll, we'll walk you through it. <laughs> and I went and I walked in like the new guy and I was like, okay, this is going to be like, like I'm a report, like an immersive reporter. I'm going to go in and I'm going to participate and I'm going to see what's going on here. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like I'll never do this again. And I got <laughs> in there and they were so awesome. Like all the guys showed me what to do and they all cheered me on, even though, you know, I was, you know, clearly way out of my depth and they just yeah. helped me get to the end. And, um, I impressed myself that day and I went, eh, maybe I can do this after all. So yeah, that's so cool. What were you using for wraps when you got that box of timber ties just out of curiosity? Oh, uh, I had a bunch of suede in my garage. So I just sort of cut, I cut some patches. I didn't even, I didn't even think I made them the right size. They were yeah. definitely not four by 12. I was just kind of like, yeah, they look in the pictures. They kind of look like they're this shape. So let me just yeah. cut those and, and uh yeah so i just made something and it, it was not helpful in any in any way i might as well just try to bare hand 
Yeah, I loved hearing that because when I ordered my bag of nails from Iron Mind, like the kit, and I was so eager to just try this, you know, that I just went out to the garage and found, I think, like an Ikea bolt or something and uh, <laughs> wrapped it in like a, a shop rag and just started like trying to hit, hit on this thing like way up here and everything. And, uh, I kicked it. And uh, but just the other night I had it like up in my home office and I grabbed the, the suede wraps I have from David Horn. I was like, let me just finish this thing off now that I know what to do. But it must have been like four inches long or something crazy. But I just like hearing it. I had a mirror on last weekend. He was talking about cutting up an old pair of work boots to use for wraps. And uh, I just like hearing about the like the primitive days of when people are just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to bend steel now. And you just kind of <laughs> just make it up as you go. you know. Yeah, I it was. Yeah, it was uh, that first that learning curve. Right. So it is like you're like nothing 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 oh my god what just happened to this this piece of steel and then it's like that's all the encouragement you need as soon as that first piece of steel moves as soon as you feel like you have domain over this thing yeah. you're like wait a second now i can do this yeah i just uh i feel that all the time just like with the stuff that i i still don't know if i can do it you know i guess we call it prs or 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 whatever like where i'm just exploring the limits of my strength like it's always a surprise when the thing moves like it's, and then it's just like okay that's what it took can i get back there yeah yeah <laughs> that's exactly. the question you know like it's it moves a little bit and you let off and it's like can i bring myself back there uh is the question and, and that, that i love that about it but man it, it takes a lot out of you <laughs> absolutely and and you think to yourself well I, I was just barely able to get there, you know, when all the conditions, when the moon and the stars were in alignment and, and I got it to go and can I get back there? And then you're like, okay, now I gotta, now I gotta build the base strength that much more. So I don't have to quite go to there sure. next yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I was trying to explain it. Uh, I, it's not even, I, I guess, what's hard to explain to people is like, uh, so I, I bent a wrench or two wrenches last weekend for the yeah. first time. And, uh, you know, that's to an average person that's never done this, that's quite impressive. Uh, but then once you know what these guys are capable of within this scene, it's like, no, nah, you know, I'm pretty much just a beginner. And, uh, but just <laughs> trying to explain to my wife later that uh, that evening was like, I got to where I was using all of my strength and then I had to figure out a way to go beyond that, you know, which is yeah. just a, a weird thing, you know, it's just a weird thing to try to explain and a weird thing to do. And you know, the, the wrenches, it's, that's one of those things that you can show people and they go, wow, that's, you know, that's, they, they've had a wrench in their hand. They've used yeah. a wrench. They understand that they have put that on a bolt and pushed as hard as they can. And the wrench never gives up. Like the yep. wrench is not the weakest thing linking that chain. <laughs> and so, you know, I can do a six inch wrench. I haven't tried an eight inch wrench, but Don made trophies for the, uh, the Michigan uh, event the first year and all the trophies were aboard and with a 12 inch wrench oh, and he wow. just did that because he could just boop, just snap it off like it's nothing i know like, 
<laughs> I, uh, this, I mean, Don gets brought up almost on every episode, uh, rightfully so. I think I said to uh, Amir, he's like the Marcelo Garcia of this sport. I feel like he's, he's just out there, like, inspiring everybody and making it look easy, to be honest. He's really humble about all of it, too. Like, he will just do something insane. The, when he did his 103 red nails, yeah. he, he did his 103 red nails. He's, like, shaking and just pouring blood from his hands. And he's like, hey, before you go home, um, do you want to spend some time so we can work on your technique together? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the best. He called after I posted the wrench video. He messaged me and was like, can I call you with some tips on the wrench? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it was really, it, it was touching. I, I, it was great. Uh, and uh, where was I going with this? You know what he's doing tomorrow, right? No, or maybe I do. A 50-pound uh, box of 60-penny yep. nails. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. It's just <laughs> unreal. <laughs> oh, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. I was... Uh, just a few of the guests that I've had on, Derek, Graybill, uh, my first guest, and then Don, whose episode hasn't come out. I just recently went back on their YouTube channels uh, just to see when they were still human, <laughs> basically, <laughs> to uh, you know, see Don bend a bastard and, and give it a, you know, have it be a little bit of a fight. And uh, Derek was, uh, I don't know, he was like 13 and bending like quarter inch square by like five inches on the side like in out on the street like it's nothing so I don't know if he was ever human but uh, <laughs> uh it was just kind of inspiring to go back on Don's uh on YouTube page like that and just see that he started where we all do and uh just through passion for this you know is uh doing the incredible feats that we see today yeah and his um his will, I think, is stronger than anybody else. Like, he just, he will push through and dig and find strength that in, in a deeper hole than anybody else has. Yeah, it was no surprise that he was a, I found out that he was a wrestler when I did. <laughs> right. All right. So we've reached towards the end of the show, so I'm going to put you through the medley. You ready to go? Yep. All right. Uh, favorite thing to bend? Uh, favorite thing to bend, I really like to scroll. So we're going to go bar stock scrolling. All right. Hardest thing to bend for you? Uh, I got to say the reverse. The reverse is my weakest event. All right. Uh, how about strongest style? Strongest style is, um, probably mid-length, mid-length brace bend. All right. Uh, something outside of training, bending, strength sports. We'll throw grappling in there, too, uh, that you enjoy. Uh, well, I'm a bit of an artist. Um, I like woodworking. I like metalwork. Um, and, um, yeah, that, that'll do, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, what's the one bend that's got away so far? Oh, boy. So there are two bends that I – that I am, I keep coming back to and I can't get, and, and I'm hoping to get them by the end of the summer. It's a three quarter round bar and half inch bar stock, square rectangular bar stock. Um, they're sitting in the garage. They stare at me every time I set up the gym and <laughs> once a week I'll pull on both of those things and I just can't get them to kink. Wow. All right, who's the strongest person you know? <laughs> How about you answer that? 
Don Cummings yeah. is the strongest person <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. Uh, best piece of advice you were ever given. It can be about bending uh, or just life in general. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one that I try to impart on my children all the time. Fast is smooth and smooth is slow. Nice. You know what? I uh, So with my eight-year-old son, I've developed this thing because uh, he's always frustrated with how hard things are, right? And, and I, my saying is, it's, uh, it's cool because it's hard, you know? And I, yeah. I try to just like explain to him that it's all, it's just that it's only cool because it's hard. So like embrace the hardness. And if it wasn't hard, then everyone would do it and it wouldn't be cool. So it's like, it, yeah. those two things go together. And it's like, you know, he does jujitsu too. So like, boom, it's only cool because it's hard. <laughs> like steel yeah. bending. It's only cool because it's hard, you know? And it's like, uh, so that's sort of like our motto together. I, if he gets frustrated with things, I go, what is our motto? Anyway, it's only cool because it's hard. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. My two older boys do uh, judo. And, you know, at the beginning, they both went for like two weeks expecting it to be like this instantly revelatory experience and got frustrated and had to leave for six months. But they came back with this new okay. mindset and they've both been doing it for years now. But it's like, I have to remind them that it used to be really hard for them. Like they would cry when they left some days and now it's like they absolutely look forward to going in and, and throwing somebody on their head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about funniest reaction a person has had when they find out you spend your time bending steel? Uh, one of my good friends, a judo player, he, he saw what I was doing and he goes, why do you hate construction materials so much? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I got a few comments that were like, why would you do that to a perfectly good wrench? <laughs> you know? And then I put a, a pen in it and said I needed a pencil holder. <laughs> nice. I got a couple bolts around the corner I can't quite get to. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, you made it through the medley. Congratulations. All right, in closing, who's someone you'd like to see me have on the show? Oh, um, you know, um, Andrew Dubé, I don't know if you know him. He's a, a Canadian strongman out of Toronto, but he yeah. came down to the first Michigan um, steel bending. And he's just a, he was a, he really impressed me. He was a class act. He showed up just to be a viewer. And then at the last second goes, eh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll play today. Let's join. And <laughs> he came late. He caught up. And then he got third place. Wow. Cool. That's <laughs> and awesome. He, and he's not, you know, I, I'm going to guess he's like 195, 190, 195 at, at six foot two. So, um, and he does strongman. So That's he's great. got a lot of power and a lot of, uh, uh, you know, very classy guy too. Cool. Uh, tips or advice for beginner benders? Um, slow down, uh, correct your form. You know, it's, it's real, it's fun to get zealous right out of the gate, but man, uh, I got some crunchy shoulders from, from hunching, trying to yeah. DO like this, you know, okay. and, and now my shoulders are, I've got some pops as I come through the motion. So take <laughs> your time to get the form. Uh, there's a lot of technique. It's not just raw power. Nice. And if people want to get a hold of you, where can they find you on social media? 
Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, but I really don't post photo. I post like artistic photos, nothing really about steel bending. Um, and yeah, just the, Facebook is probably the easiest place to get a hold of me. Okay, awesome. And any events, brands, or gear you want to shout out? <clears throat> um, yeah, Fat Bastard. Um, that's uh, Andrew Pankey's uh, company. Uh, he's also local. Um, yeah. And he makes some really great products. And <clears throat> when I asked him about uh, purchasing some Atlas stones, he says, well, I got the molds. If you just bring down some meat, we'll have a barbecue and we can cast some Atlas stones in the afternoon and you can take them with you at the end of the day. So any guy who runs a business who's willing to just, you know, <laughs> make you some Atlas stones for some barbecue is, is pretty okay in my book. Yeah, that's great. All right. Anything else you want to say in closing? Oh, I think that's it. You know, just bend in health, I guess. <laughs> All right, Chris. Well, thanks for being on Beyond the Bent. You got it. Thank you.